There's one guy doing a 24-hour Pokemon Nuzlocke run, if you know what that is. I have no idea what that is. So a Pokemon Nuzlocke run is like Pokemon for real men. <laughs> right. As, uh, appo- as opposed to children. As opposed to babby Pokemon. Sure. Which is like normal Pokemon. Which is, there's a strict set of rules you need to follow if you're doing a Pokemon Nuzlocke run. Which is, uh, you catch, you can only catch the first Pokemon in a zone. So when you get into a new zone, the first Pokemon you see in the tall grass is the Pokemon you can catch in that zone and no others. So you can only catch the first one you see. If it's good, great. If it's bad, you have to stick with it. So if it's like a Weedle, then you're... Yeah, you're pretty fucked. Okay. Uh, the other so rule it... is, if a Pokemon faints, it's dead. So it's Pokemon with permadeath. So you have to release <laughs> it if it yeah. dies. Okay. And it's, yeah, so it's just like Pokemon, it's like hard Pokemon. Internet, welcome to the Game Engine Start podcast for the 23rd of September 2013. My name's Callum and I almost killed myself with a cup of tea. <laughs> My name's Ewan and how the fuck did you do that? Choke to death because ah. I'm a real man like that and my windpipes don't like it when you put liquids down them. Well, avoiding the obvious jokes, um, I'm currently drinking from a mug that um, is covered in moustaches. So I feel I'm covered slightly in moustaches. Mo- I'm slightly more manly than you. That's funny, because my mug has Pac-Man on it, so I know more about video games. <laughs> Where did you get a Pac-Man mug? I don't know, someone gave me it for my birthday, I think. I don't know. It's nice, though. Okay, fair enough. It's Pac-Man yeah. on it. Waka so, Waka, so, Biatch. That, now, that'd be a t-shirt I would wear. Waka Waka, Biatch. There's a picture of Pac- Pac-Man that says Waka Waka, Biatch. No, I'm going to make a ROM hack that's just called Street Pac-Man. Where right. he goes, waka waka biatch, waka waka biatch, and then when well, you get the uh, power pill, yeah. he takes out like a Glock and just starts killing the ghosts. Nice. Can you? Can, yeah. But then you get all metaphysical. Can you shoot a ghost? I was just gonna make it. I don't know if you can shoot ghosts or not. Maybe I, that's we change the ghosts to something else in Street Pac Man. But like, know. like what? Like I, I don't know. I, I can't say anything without being racist here, can I? No, there's there's literally nothing you I'm can just say. Gonna stop, I'm just gonna stop talking then. <laughs> Uh, as, as a as a middle class white man, there's literally zero you're, you can you're, say. Why don't you talk about the video games that you've been playing and not, <laughs> let's not talk about me being a racist? But it's only casual racism. No, so we're that's not talking fine. about racism at all. That was okay. perfectly fine up until the point where I realised the joke was racist. <laughs> I love how when that happens and it kind of sneaks up on you. Let's talk about video games soon. Um, what have you been doing with yourself? So. And I'm perfectly happy to continue talking about racism because no, I haven't actually, I haven't actually played that many video games. All oh, right. Um, I kept going with Saints Row. I'm considerably further into that game now. Um, done a couple of loyalty missions. I cruised around that world grabbing clusters. Like I had 90 clusters on me at one point mm-hmm. just from jumping between things and picking them up and doing all that kind of stuff. Um, so I did. I done a bunch of that. Still really like that game. I think I think yeah. still very well put together and even when it it it's quite a it's quite a feat that even when even when that game breaks it still looks like it should have happened sometimes 
Like, if something weird happens, like, you'll... You'll... Like, a random thing will explode and you'll go flying across the, the world. Yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we're in a simulation, it fucked up. That makes total sense. Yeah. Or when there's, like, slightly graphical glitches and you can't tell whether it's a glitch or whether it's the intended glitch effect that they have. Who knows, because it's, it's, it's a simulation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I'm still plugging away with that. Um, more LEGO games... Oh yeah, how are your Lego um, games going? What have you we, played now? We one hundred percented Lego Harry Potter years five through seven. <laughs> I, can't, which... I forgot that that was a video game. Yes, I forgot they split it. Oh yeah, my god, two of those video games. Um, so hundred percented it. Yes, and it's really weird going from that game, which is relatively recent in the Lego series, to going back to Lego Batman, which is the other one we're playing, which yeah. is like the second or third one that Traveller's Tales ever did. Jeez. And it's so much rougher. Like, walking over a bridge is... Yeah, the... The... Um, development... Improvements of the LEGO game series is actually quite dramatic. Like oh, the, God, yeah. The changes and stuff... Because the, the games only seem to, like, look and play better as they keep going. Like, I've never seen them stumble and, like, it's gone backwards. No. They've only ever gotten better with each iteration and you can very obviously see how they've done it. Yeah, and, and it's always consistent, especially in a gameplay way, because just there, there's sections of Lego Batman, like one of the one of the so the way they do the character switching thing is that they don't for your first playthrough. So right. what you do is you you play as Batman or Robin or Batgirl and Nightwing or any mixture of the two. Um, cool. Yeah, um, and what happens is you get each each of them have five suits. That are slightly different. So Batman gets like a glide suit and a heat resistant suit. And oh yeah, I remember a bomb this. suit yeah. and all that. Kind I remember this now. Um, so the glide suit is exceptionally difficult to use because a lot of the time it's um, like it, it's a three D game, but you're only really playing in two dimensions. Like you're normally just going from left to right, and mm-hmm. the camera's at a kind of angle where making long jumps where you've got a glide is really difficult because the camera's just not the right position for you to be able to do that. Sure. And this is a game that's pre the Lego split screen thing. Oh, like the dynamic one that yeah, moves around. which is a that's fantastic a really cool thing. thing. Yeah. And it's, from a technical perspective, it's really impressive. But no, this is just a thing where you both need to be on the same screen at the same time, or mm. either what, the person who's off the screen gets kicked out of the game, or it drags the other person into a pit because wow. it kind of blocks at the sides of the screen. Interesting. Um, so th- it so going between that and going to like the Lego Harry Potter or Lego Lord of the Rings, like there's massive gameplay improvements where they don't try and make you walk across a bridge where you keep falling off because you can't get the angle right. Yeah. Like the amount of times we had to go over a bridge, like at walking speed, because to make sure that you do it. Kid. Yeah, to make sure we didn't fall off and lose a whole bunch of studs. Um, it's it's because God forbid you need those studs. Well, you do because you need to get. There's a stud count for every level that you need to hit. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, playing a bunch of the Lego games. And mm. that was kind of... Those are the two big ones. So the only game I actually brought to talk about this week was... It's a game that's been featured on Giant Bomb and it got mentioned in Kotaku Kintak- tail end of last week at some point. It's called Super Hot. Yeah, I played that as well. Have oh, you played it as well? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Right. So that game is... Really strange. Yeah, it totally turns on its head what you expect when you yeah. go into that game. So, 
super hot is a so first person it's a well for start it's a like unity based free game at the minute mm-hmm. at the minute at the minute um, it's on green light yes i saw it was on green light which i think is what the kotaku story was which is why i ended up playing it again yeah um but it's a first person shooter in like a kind of weird kind of low res white and red um environment yeah but it's the, kind of strange, yeah strange kind of clean art style to it yeah but the, the, the main point about the whole game is that ta- so I mean they, they explicitly say at the start the, yeah, the tagline the part- is time moves when you do yeah as explained is, to you in big letters yeah like I love the style level. of how it yeah. shows you all this stuff but basically what that means is that if you take your hands off the keyboard and mouse and don't do anything nothing happens time just stands still yeah. so if you fired a bullet the bullet just hangs in midair guys don't move um, everything's exactly how you, how you left it but as soon as you start like moving the mouse to look around like time starts to slowly move forward yeah and if you actually move like WSAD move time moves at regular moves, speed yeah. so it's this weird it almost becomes a turn based first person shooter at that point almost where, like, yeah where you like like one of the, the stages you get is you don't start with a gun but the gun drops in front of you so yeah. you take a step forward to grab the gun and as soon as you grab the gun um, you stop and then go okay what, who's wh- where who's where who do I need to shoot what can I do now and then you come up with a plan and then you enact a plan which takes about three seconds and then you stop again and work out what you can do yeah and it's, it's a really interesting way of playing a first it's a fantastic sure. concept it really is and yeah. even from a technical perspective I'm fascinated to know how they managed to pull that off in that engine it's it's really, really there are very cool. smart people out there oh yeah definitely what so, i discovered though was yeah i had the same thing as you where i initially started with uh the idea of like you stop and look around and be like who do i need to hit first and where and then run somewhere and all that sort of stuff plan that out but then i realized that you can play that game just as easily running and gunning like if you just run and time moves at the same pace and you just keep firing yeah if you if you don't stop moving it, it just it just works as a sure yeah, and I kind of broke that game for me. A little bit. <laughs> it was really unfortunate, but yeah, it was. And it, I, I tried that myself as well, just to see if I could. And it works until the point where you run into three guys at once and they all fire, and you yeah, stop. Yeah, that was the problem. And there's like yeah. three bullets right in front of your face, and you can't do anything. And you're like, oh yeah. fuck, okay. But it's a really cool concept. Um, so you can find it at superhotgame.com, and I'm probably going to record some YouTube stuff for it. Either really, tonight or tomorrow yeah. night to try and... Just, and it's, just, on green, it's on Greenlight to try and get released for, like, money on Steam? I'm not sure how that and works. I'm assuming they're going to expand on it and... Probably. And expand on the concept. But it's, it's a great concept. So And it's one of those things that can only really be explained in video. So I'll, I'll do a quick video on it just to, to show what it looks like. To show what super hot looks yeah. like. Yeah. And it's... it's Yeah. The style of it is really quite cool. It's from, really strange. From something, quite... that, from something that could quite easily just be a, just be a prototype... It, they've, they've managed to turn that into its own little style, which is yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a cool little game. Um, yeah, so that was kind of it that I've been playing. Really not done anything else. No, I mean, the only other game I really played for any significant amount of time was Siberia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which... Fuck, I... that was a blast from the past. <laughs> so... You specifically didn't tell me that that was the video that you were going to do. Yeah, so... you we... wanted to see if I could remember that game. So I put up the first episode of Old Ass PC Games on Sunday, Monday... Something like Sunday. that. Um, and I purposefully not told you what game it was because yeah. I was like, I wonder if you'll even remember what this is. And then I put it up and I was on 
I am with you, and you just went, oh, you son of a bitch, or whatever yeah, it was. You, you said I think game. And it was really, it was, it was really weird to go back to where, like, I, I mentioned it quite a lot in the video, where you'll suddenly turn a corner and the visual will instantly mm. remind you of, like, I remember this vividly, like, this particular bit. I remember what the guy looked like with his stupid sunglasses yep. and his, like, two animation mouth. <laughs> I remember the turret sequence. I remember that woman running in with the whole kiss me section for some yep. reason. Yep. And then the bit where you're running after like the ship where the guy's chasing you. Yeah. And then it suddenly turns into like a plane shooter for about so forty minutes. It basically turns into Rebel Assault. Which yeah. Is, I I, I, think, I don't think that minutes. section made it into the, the final video, but no, I was but trying to really frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to desperately remember what game it reminded me of, and it's basically Rebel Assault where you're just pointing with your mouse and shooting things. And yeah. Yeah, it's it's such a bizarre game. And then there's like seven levels of that, which in actual game time, like you finish them all, one off is like a half hour, maybe. But they're not intentionally super difficult. Yeah. Um, so it took me like two hours to get past all of that stuff. Jesus. Um, all and then video games are dumb. Why did that? Why does that a, th- a thing? I don't like, know. why should that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but then once you're finished with the flying levels, it goes back to the running about adventure stuff. Yeah. And it it reminded me that those old games are completely punishing in just not telling you yeah. what to do. You get told nothing, and if yeah. you can't figure it out, then you don't get to play so the there, game. So there's like a section where... Uh, I mean, I'm going to put part two up this week, or next week sometime, and... There's a section where, so once you land after that flying section, like the the next screen you get to just splits in two, right? And it, right. there's no like sign, like it's a nice area. And it just splits in two, and you can go either left or right. And it doesn't stop you. And at no point does it say like, ah, I shouldn't be going this way. I should maybe go the other way. It just lets you go, right? Yeah. And you get into the same base from two different areas, and you walk into. If you go right, you get to the section you're like, oh, this there's like a firefight and you take out the guard at the front and you walk into the main base and you're like, okay, this must be the entrance to the base. This looks like a front entrance. So you go into a bit and then you go into this big open room which sounds like machinery and you go through three screens of that and then Zach, Zach, is that the main character? Can't remember his name. Zach, I think it was his name, yeah. He puts his hands to his ears and goes, ah, and collapses and game over. And you're like, the sound round about him is not that loud. I don't understand what's going on here and then you just die and then you're like oh checkpoint and you go back to the entrance that you went through and I tried it like three or four times to try and figure out what and there's just what you discover is that's just the wrong entrance oh right that's it you should have gone left as opposed to going right back at the start but there's nothing to tell you that apart from you go in and watch his eardrums explode and then come out again so it's such a weird game but yeah, as frustrated. I've not, not, not seen that thing played since I was like nine or something. Yeah, so I was, I think I was twelve or thirteen when I played that game, which made which means, which means you were. I was eight. Yeah, eight or nine, maybe two, three. Yeah, eight or nine ish. So, yeah, God knows what that like what that was like for you, but it's weird. I don't. Know. I, I, it was like the, you know how every so often you get like a smell that instantly triggers a memory in your head oh yeah like something uh, like that prong cocktail quavers 
is one okay. of them for me. That takes me right back to Premier School, like Premier sure. One. I don't sure. know why. Okay. I don't even yeah, think see, they make prong cocktail quivers anymore. Seeing that game took me right back to our cousins uh, who actually had the game. Yep. Uh, his computer room with all three of us there playing that game took me right back. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I it was strange. Vivid memories of the three of us in that room yep. playing that game as I was doing it. It's really so dumb. weird. But um, And as much as I was getting frustrated with parts of that like the flying levels aside like there's bits in part two where i'm just like i have no idea this is working or i don't get this um i thoroughly enjoyed the two hours i spent playing that game sure like it was just and i'm gonna finish it like i'm I'm gonna finally finish that game because as many times as i played it i never finished that game i don't think yeah i don't think we ever finished that game so i want to see what the ending's like to see if it lives up to the rest of the to everything else yeah sure Fair enough. But um yeah, so that was that was fun. That was great fun. That was a good use of a Saturday, I feel to go <laughs> was back to playing through Siberia, Siberia again. Uh yeah. Game. So what about your end? What have you been doing? I've been having to um I've been helping my flatmate uh run the the game the paused gaming like come see us stall at the fair. Sure. Uh and my lunch breaks because he's been doing it all by himself and I feel like he needs the support. Sure. And uh you get some weird people like we had a girl come up to us today saying i'm a girl i can't possibly be a gamer can i or like you came you came to the gaming society to tell us that what we don't understand like we had a real hard time like going forward from that statement ross luckily jumped in and was like uh oh no of course blah blah blah, and then tried to explain it and stuff like that but we both kind of got taken aback by it of like why would you say that to gaming society why i mean i don't get what that accomplishes I don't know either but she said it it was pretty weird yeah uh, well what else we had we had a girl come up to us uh, and say like so we said like oh you're a gamer great what do you play uh, it said I play on a PC so we're like great master race and all that good stuff <laughs> master race Um, what do you play and she said oh I really love amnesia right now and so we're like oh cool new ones out blah blah I talked to her for about that and said what else do you play and she said horror games and we're okay. like, okay, anything else? She said, no. But she's, that's... A, she's a PC gamer who exclusively plays horror games on her PC. Well, yeah, I mean... Nothing I, else. So I know people that are, that are like, big into the Resident Evil series, and that's yeah. kind of all they play. That's fine, I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah, but totally. so like, many more games on PCs, and she yeah. only plays it. Oh, it's are so are you going to attempt to try and get some of these people into LoL? Is that what you're saying? No, 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 of course not. I've given up on League of Legends, it's fine. Not even LoL, Dota, even. Yeah, maybe Dota, but... Uh, <laughs> I, like, I like how you say it like that's different. They are. They're, Dota's a better they're, game. They're really not. They are. Well, You don't know, you don't play them. No, I know, they're very different. It'd be the same thing as if saying, like, oh you're just going to try and get them into Call of Duty and like, oh no, 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 I mean Battlefield. Like, it's the same fucking game. No, right? it's not. They're different. Shut up. Anyway, I was going to keep going with this. <laughs> okay, we also sorry. had another girl come up to us who said she was a gamer but then told us she exclusively highlighting the word exclusively plays DDR. Nothing else. She only plays DDR. But how how deep in it is she? Like, does she have really one of the hard bats in the, at home? She, and she was like, oh, right, it, it, what about your console lands and all that stuff? Oh, bring by my uh, Jungle Book 
DDR mat. That was mine. And I, I was like, yeah, I had that. And we were like, so we talked about the Jungle Book dance game for a bit. And I was like, great. So she walked away with me going, yeah, she's going to bring the Jungle Book dance game and I'm going to fucking rock it. It's going to be great. So is she, is she bringing the, just the mat or is she actually bringing the game? I'm, I hope she brings the game as well. Oh, God, yes. That game was fucking awesome. It was great. I loved that game. Um, oh, so yeah, yeah. We had, we've had weird people coming onto the stalls. People who only play specific things, and it's like, is that okay for this society? And we're like, sure, but you probably won't like the lands. Yes, because the lands, yeah. the lands. I mean, from what you told me, appear to be very much. Uh, there's going to be a random bunch of stuff that's going to be played here. So, well, it's like it's like yeah, we've got a schedule of stuff, and in between the schedule of stuff, there are random games going on every so often. Okay, it's, that's just what happens. But uh, the other thing I had today. Which is really weird. This has been a strange day. Uh, as I was leaving the lab today, uh, my the supervisor who runs the lab met up with me. He's like sixty something years old, and it was like half three at this point. And he said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm leaving," or not not leaving. I said, "I'm going to go because I've got stuff I need to do for Freshers Week." Mm. They said, "Have you done everything?" And blah blah. blah. Make sure I was okay. And I said, "What are sure. you doing for Freshers Week?" And I said, "Well, I'm going to go help out my flatmate running the stall, and then we've got a." Uh, social event that we're planning which is a land there's a land going on right now okay uh, and um there's a social event going on with us i'm gonna go help with that i said okay sure what society what what are you doing i said i'm helping uh with the glasgow university video game society and he screws up his face and looks at me and goes you play video games question mark exclamation mark question mark with the with the the sound of disbelief in his yeah. voice of like you play video games and I was like yeah and he like and then he like, he, he like looked really shocked and then turned his back to me and this, so I just kind of I casually just kind of said what's with the like the, yeah. the, the, the stigma or whatever the tone the tone no I didn't say tone because I don't want to direct it at him sure. so I was just kind of like what's the stigma around video games and that sort of stuff and it's like yeah they seem a bit childish and blah blah so I have to have the video games are a legitimate storytelling medium argument to a 62 year old lab professor did, did, it, did it work? Well, he was like, he was like, I don't understand why people play them and all that sort of stuff. I said, because they've got, they, they've progressed now, they've got interesting stories and interesting characters and blah, blah. And he's like, oh, I don't really, blah, blah. So I, expl- I tried to explain to him, like, things like how Red Dead Redemption is, like, a story of, like, a man trying to so- sort his goals and realizing his past catches up with him, blah, blah. And how Heavy Rain's just, like, a great detective novel, only you're right in it so you feel more involved and how The Last of Us is like the story of a man who uh, in in the course of finding it like just doing a job discovers a new reason to live and all that sort of stuff and blah and the post a lot try to explain all this to him and like how deep the characters was in the space of about 10 minutes or whatever it was just like completely not receptive and blah but he is 60 something but it was still just kind of this weird dissonance I don't know what part of that surprises you. Like everything you've said so far has been like, yeah, that's kind of what I expect. Yeah, I, I'm, I wasn't surprised. It was just the fact I was more surprised to be in the situation of me talking to a 65 year old professor so, about I mean, video games as a storytelling medium. It was just a strange situation. So, I mean, when was the last time since since right there where you've had to defend what your hobby defend video games? Yeah. A long time ago, real long time ago, because I've spent years now being surrounded by people who play video games and understand why they play video games and all that sort of stuff. I've never had to really explain to myself 
or to other people why I do it. Yeah, it, so it, it's, it seems like, I mean, I've been, I'm in an environment, I'm in a software engineering environment, so there's... Fucking nerds! But you say that, though, but, so, like, there's a chunk of people who, like, we have a, we have a video game group on the internal social network thing where we post things about what we're playing and all that kind of stuff, that's fine. Yeah. But then there's another active group who are like, no, video games are fucking stupid. And you're like, so, okay, fair enough, you're allowed to think they're stupid, that's... Yep totally up to you so what do you do for i mean what what hobbies do you have i was like uh hill walking and i'm like you walk up tall things and what i do is stupid and then walk back down them and again. walk back down them like you're not even going from a to b you're going from a to a but just what happens you decide to go 500 feet in well, the air is, and back again this was this is how the conversation ended with him going like but you should be playing doing something like playing rugby or like being out or something like that and I was like, I didn't say first of all, but I was like, I like kind of pointed to myself and saying, I don't really have the build for rugby. True. Because I'm a scrawny nerd. And True. he was like, um, he said, oh, like basketball or something then. I said, well, no, last time I played basketball, I fucked my knee up, so I'm not doing that oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, said, and it, and I, forgot, I forgot you had a college injury. <laughs> yeah. High school injury. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and as I was leaving, he was like, yeah, but like rugby and all that sort of stuff. And I said, I don't have the build for rugby. And he said, yeah, but if you like drink protein shakes and lift weights and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> then yeah, you'll have the build for rugby. And as I was leaving, I said, yeah, I could do that. Or I could have fun with my life and then shut the door and left. Yeah, sure. And he, as he was, he was bursting out laughing, but I shut the door and just left of like, yeah, I could do that or I could do stuff that I enjoy and then leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... there's uh, If you want to go do that, then yeah. more power to you. Like, go, go and it, do what I'm you want to do. It. But it's just not for me and... I feel like, so I mean, it's it's something that I struggled with for a long time was the fact that that like video game being one of my primary hobbies feels, and again, I think it is a social stigma thing of like I feel yeah. like I should be doing better things with my time. Well, better in air quotations. Yeah, like that. So that was the thing, like the the with this kind of inverted commas around it, but then like. I look at the other stuff I'm doing surrounding it where I'm doing this and I'm doing the site and yep. I'm writing like I mean I didn't I haven't I haven't written since high school really in that way yeah like I've had to write I mean not and I haven't even done to write essays really because what I did in uni wasn't a particularly essay essays. Yeah, yeah it wasn't an essay focused course right so I, I think there's definitely something there where it it depends what you do, really, with it. Yeah. It depends, like, if you're... Like, if that's all... If, if all you do is prestige in Call of Duty, then even I'm going to look down on you slightly for that one. And sure. be like, yeah, maybe there is a better way of spending your time. But if you get into it into a way where you have active discussions with people about it, mm-hmm. and you have conversations about it, mm-hmm. you... It involves you meeting new people... Which yes. it, it definitely has in your case, like yes. in, in and stuff. My and my like entire group of very close friends that I have right now is entirely based on the video game society in uni. Exactly, and if you can, if you can be a sideline for more creative aspects like doing this podcast or writing yep. or doing YouTube or, stuff, or yeah, whatever, making YouTube then, videos or doing something else, or yeah. yeah. And I, I just think it's it it's a good thing to have something that you can something something you can read about. Like, I, I buy Edge, I buy 
games TM and yeah, no, your feelings and edge aside. Like I, yeah. I read the media surrounding the thing, and I'm interested in the business of the hobby and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. It's and I try my hand at making them as well. Like it's yep. not. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good to have a kind of not all-encompassing hobby, but a hobby that you can you you actively want to throw yourself into. Yes. You actively want to be a part of it as much as possible, and blah blah. Like our father, who obsessively paints his tanks and planes us up to incredible detail and all that sort of stuff, and he lives it. Yeah. And that's what we that's what we do with video games, and it's not a bad thing to have that. Of course, no, it's totally not. A bad not. Thing to it's have it's, that. it's really no different from people who go hill walking or people who it just so happens that it's not an external thing but, yeah and also i mean you've got to take into account the like how you how you define how you define what the what the hobby is because like are your angry games players how, where do they fit into it like is that mm-hmm. a hobby is that just a distraction i think i think that's the thing i think there's, there's a line that people haven't quite worked out yet yeah, there's a, li- there's a line between people who play video games. I think there's a line between people who play video games and there's a line between them and, like, gamers. I think I think it's a line between um, a distraction and a hobby. Yeah. Because you could totally play Call of Duty or play um, Angry Birds or whatever yep. as a distraction. Or you can... Or you, or you, well, yeah, like, you 90%, can play it. 90% of the games of Angry Birds that are played are played on the toilet, so... yeah. Or wait on a bus, or on a bus. Or, yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting, it's really and it, yeah. it says a lot that there's a lot of it's a really weird time for video games right now because the sheer fact that you had to field those questions that you had to field, like yeah, I play a lot of DDR. Am I a gamer? And you're like, I don't know. What? Are you? It was she, yeah. It was people actively coming up to us and saying like the first question you ask just entice them is kind of like. Do you like video games? And yeah. it, like anybody could say yes to that. And they yeah. say, "What do you play?" And that's when the stuff starts coming out of like, "Oh, I only play DDR," or "I'm a PC it, gamer who only plays horror games," or something which like is, that. Which is a but, totally useful person to know. Like, yeah, absolutely. I wanted. I didn't actually get to meet her, but I really want to act. I oh, know I did actually. That was the the other one. The the one that said, "I'm a girl. Am I? I can't be a gamer, can I?" I didn't actually meet the yeah. DDR girl. I want to get to know better. Because yeah, she seems totally. like a fascinating person. I want to yeah, know like, why she plays DDR so much. Do you want to know the story behind the person yeah, who plays PC games? Yeah, I want to know why games. she plays so much DDR. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean... It, it, They're actively it, interesting. Yeah, yeah definitely. And it's, a, it's a very interesting... And the fact that we're able to have this kind of discussion about oh, yeah, it is very strange. Yeah. It's a really weird time for video games, especially, like, I'm sure we'll cover it later, but um, especially with GTA Five coming out, and yeah. it being one of those years where a game like that comes out and is all over every bit of media. Like, it was on the yeah. Channel 4 News last night. I know. And it was yeah. just, it's bizarre. Uh, I also haven't really played that many video games, uh, other than the standards that I always play. Of course. Um, what have your, I done? Your I played Dota's. Super, I played your... your Dota's and all that. It's mainly Dota now. I've kind of given up on League of Legends. So is that, I mean, is that because of... The group you play with has everyone just moved to Dota? Is it's that... mainly it's mainly because of uh, I, I suddenly had a realization like a few weeks ago now, maybe a month ago now, that I just wasn't having as much fun with League of Legends as I used to. Right, and it's, it's kind of like I don't 
I still I still like the concept of a MOBA and like playing them. It's just I wasn't getting the enjoyment I got out of League. Right. And then that's when I started playing Dota on my own. Sure. Uh, just just like playing with um people from the Giant Bomb Guild that are on there. Yeah. And through that I met a kind of group of people that I started playing with regularly and because of Dota being a much more intricate and complex game than League of Legends is, mm-hmm. it's just better. I get more enjoyment out of it because you actually have to do things. Yeah, you actually have to be smarter and understand the game better to make it work. Right. And you just get so you just get more out of it. Okay. And that's just, that's just what I'm getting. So I kind of give it. I'll I'll go back and play League every so often, but it's yeah, it's mainly Dota now that I'm playing. Uh, but I have been. The two games that I've played that aren't those are... I suddenly found myself with the urge to play Anno 2070. Which okay. lost me an entire day, because that's how Anno works. So that's so fill me on exactly which one that is, because I keep getting confused so, with other games that are similar. Anno is... Uh, the way that I like to explain it is that it's a, it's a trade simulation game, kind of. Right. It's like... It's like SimCity, but a lot more focused on resources and trading the resources. Right. So, in, in Anno 2070, the concept is that the world, the ice caps have melted and the world has become basically a series of islands mm-hmm. with different resources on each island. And um, there's a story, but I mainly play it just for, like, losing an entire day to, like, a skirmish mode or whatever. Sure. So it's like, you start with a, a little town that's got a, a center and a few houses in it and the people say we want we want uh heat or we want coal or something like that no we want food it's like okay how do we get food well you need bread to get food okay how do i get bread you need a mill but to work the mill you need wheat right and you get that from a wheat farm so it's like, okay so you build the wheat farm and the mill and then the bakery and then you get bread you're like, okay, that's fine. So your, your your first few things are very A to B kind of resources of like, I've got a thing that gets turned into something else that then is sent to the people. And that's right. fine. And then they do things like they ask for oil. Like, okay, how do I get oil? Okay, you need coal. How do you get coal? You need to mine it out of the ground, but then it also needs to be refined. So you need to mine it out of the ground and then refine it, and then you've got coal. But then you also need... Uh, sand I think it is I can't remember what it is for oil but you need some other mine that mines something to refine it and then both of those get sent to an oil making plant and then you get oil so does that I mean what's the differentiation between you starting I mean is it the same opening game every single time like well, it's the get, first thing you have to make this mine and then you make this mine and like well, does, no, does it essentially become like a Starcraft build at some point well no because it varies depending on what faction you pick right so there's like so there's the the industry people who are all like, we want, uh, we want like burgers and champagne and electricity for TVs and luxury resources and all that, that sort of thing. That is the weirdest three things you could have possibly picked: burgers, champagne, and TV. Yeah, they like, want all that stuff. Okay, and like luxury resources and electronics and all that sort of stuff. Sure. And then there's the the naturists, right? Who want uh, one They want like uh, vegetables and wind power so you don't mean naturists 
Not naturists. No, no, no. Not naturalists. Naturalists is what I meant. There's a, yeah. there's a huge difference there. There's a very big difference. You're right. Massive so they, difference. They want I can't imagine. That. I can't imagine the naturists would need much. Really, Probably not, no. Except for maybe like a badminton set or something. Want, want to be naked is yeah, pretty much exactly. all they need to do. Fig leaves. Fig leaves. <laughs> yeah, because they're all in the Garden of Eden. So exactly, you know. So yeah, or they're... Snake. So they want like... Uh, nanomachines. <laughs> anyway. Uh, they want like <laughs> vegetables and all that sort of stuff. And then there's like the scientists. One mm-hmm. who want... For some reason, they want uh, artificially created food, which you get from mining kelp from the underground uh, under the sea. Okay. And like they want uh, education, and they want labs to work in, and all that. So it's, it's varying depending on what faction you pick, but it basically devolves into: we want this. How do I get this? Okay, you need this resource with this plant. This resource isn't on this island, so I now need to go and set up on another island to get that resource and farm it back to the main island right. through ferries and all that sort of stuff. Oh no, there's pirates attacking our trade routes, so I need to build gunboats to protect the thing, and blah, 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 blah. It's all this sort of stuff, so it's just this massive trade route that you've basically got going Okay. to make all sorts of things, and like the gunboats want ammunition, so you need to make ammunition and all. It just basically becomes this mass stockpile of like, I need to satisfy everybody and all that sort of thing. It's just a good way to kind of lose a day. Sure. Because you suddenly look at the clock and it's two in the morning and you've lost all that time and blah blah blah. Yeah. It's a really fun game to lose a day to. Okay. I'm, trying to I'm trying to convince people to play it at LAN to see what happens. I think it'd yeah. be funny. I think that'd be... So is it is it real time? Is it turn based? Real time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that could be interesting. So everything that happens you just kind of yeah it happens in real time it's pretty funny uh, the other game I was playing which I got from the last Humble Bundle which mm-hmm. I think is still up I'm not exactly sure uh, but I got it from the last Humble Bundle it's not um, is a game called Warlock Masters of the Arcane that's wins for most generic fantasy game this it's year it's pretty a generic fantasy name but yeah so Warlock Masters of the Arcane is basically Civilization with right. magic. How do you have enough time in the day to play Civ and Anno and this? Okay, well, no, Anno I played like a day. Like I got, I got not bored, but I got the hankering for it on like Sunday. So I mm. lost Sunday to that. Right. And then I've been playing Warlock on and off for a couple of days now. Uh, and yeah, so it's just like Civ, but with magic. Okay. That's basically it. It's exactly. It's basically exactly. It's like a slightly worse version of Civ Five, but you can do things like recruit minotaurs and cast spells, and ogres fuck you up horribly, and <laughs> all that sort of stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm playing in a an online game with my flatmate, and mm. um, we're doing our thing like perfectly fine, setting up our civilizations and capturing stuff and all that sort of stuff that you do. And then the game decides, nah, we're gonna start decking you over now, and does things like we've decided that randomly on the map there's going to be a bunch of ogre dens spawn so like on the map you've got random uh like neutral mobs that just kind of spawn mm-hmm. that you kill and then you need to take over their like little hidey hole like base thing to stop them from spawning again right. which is normally fine because it's things like wolves and spiders and all that sort of stuff but they said now nah, we're gonna throw on a bunch of ogre dens and to kill an ogre you need about five guys to okay. kill them, and and you'll probably still really it'll be really tough to kill. So we, they just decide, okay, we're going to spawn a bunch of those dens randomly on the map, three of which are going to appear outside your main city, all clustered together. 
Good right. luck with that. And then, so the game just kind of dicks you over and went, well, we've got three ogres. Like, like each of us had, like, three ogres outside our, like, capital. And we're like, well, I'm not sure how we're going to deal with this, but we're going to try anyway. And, yeah, so the game just dicks you over every so often. It's pretty funny. I'm getting, but, I'm getting, from the, based on the description, I'm getting a very Here's a Mighty Magic vibe to it. It sounds like the world map that you're moving across and there's random mobs. Yeah, and... it's kind of Heroes of Might Magic, but it's more Civ than it is Might and Magic. It's got right. the kind of fantasy aspect of Might and Magic of, like, there's mobs and all that sort of stuff, but you still, like, you're still building buildings in your cities and researching stuff and doing diplomacy and all that sort of stuff. It's got all the Civ things. It's just under a fantasy tarp that's kind of like Heroes of Might and Magic. Got you. But yeah, so if you want to say that it's Civ and Heroes of Might and Magic, that game sounds pretty fucking good to me. So yeah, I was going to okay say, that's that. Ex- that is like your best game ever. Civ and Heroes of Might and Magic? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I would be okay with that. And yeah, but well, it's pretty fun. It's not great or anything, but it's alright. And you got it at Humble Bundle. So. And I got it for like a pound. So it was, No, not a pound, because I never put a pound in for the Humble Bundle. But yeah, if you divide it, it was probably like a pound. Fair enough. Uh, the other thing I went, to go, I went to do, which isn't related to video games, but I went to go see Riddick. Yes, so I've seen Riddick as well. Yeah. I That so, movie's bad. You think? I think that movie is a a B grade sci fi original movie made better by the fact that Vin Diesel's playing Riddick in it. Right. Every other thing about that movie that isn't Vin Diesel playing Riddick and the scenes that Vin Diesel is playing Riddick in is bad. It's a bad, bad movie. Like the guy who's the guy who's the lead of one of the mercenary people on that island is one of the worst actors I think I've ever seen in my life. So is that he cannot the... deliver a normal line of dialogue to save himself. Is that the Spanish guy or the other guy? Yeah, Santana. Santana. He he's so bad and like the dialogue's terrible that doesn't involve Riddick and there's gaping plot holes everywhere. Oh yeah. And I saw everything so, that isn't Riddick in that movie is so bad. And it was like, fine. I was okay in the cinema thinking like, okay, this movie's bad, but it can be made better by the fact that Riddick's in it. Mm-hmm. Which is fine for the first half hour where it's Riddick on his own trying to survive in the environment and all that sort of stuff. That's great. That's a good half hour movie. Yep. Fine. They then say that Riddick's not in the movie for 40 minutes. He appears in the shadows for about 40 minutes that lets you deal with these fucking bad actors for 40 minutes where Riddick's not in it then Riddick comes back at the end to do minimal stuff but he appears which is fine yeah. and then the movie ends so the, my opinion on that so I like I really liked Pitch Black when it first came out Pitch Black's a good movie Chronicles like of Riddick good. is one fine. of my favourite movies like, really? it's, like I think the world that they make in, in Chronicles yes. is the world's amazing good. The world's good. The movie's not. The world's the movie, very good. The movie's very kind of pulpy sci-fi, yeah, which okay. I can totally get behind, and right. I, I, I really, really like that movie. But this one is kind of they basically because they because Chronicles ended on a great like jumping-off point for a third movie, right? Of like Riddick's a fucking god now. Riddick yeah. is a god, and he he is the leader of all of these kind of the necromongers. Yeah, slightly undead people creepy villages not case people yeah like this is gonna be awesome how do they do that and what they do is they just fucking say i know they left them on a planet yeah they left them on a planet and now we're gonna do pitch black again yeah like it basically does pitch black again riddick's on a planet and needs to survive for half an hour and then the other hour and a half is pitch black again yeah 
Uh, which is which but, would be okay if it was actually pitch black again, but it's not because it the is. actors are so bad. It's not though, because the actors are so terrible. Well, okay, yeah, the acting is is distinctly so lacking than so pitch bad. black. Apart um, from the woman, the woman that plays is it Dal? Was that her name? Dal Starbuck she was from pretty good, but she's been in other stuff and she's fine. So she the rest also, of them are all pretty bad. She was the best and worst thing in that movie, right? Because she. The character she plays and some of the lines she gives to the other arsehole characters in that thing are pretty good and had me laughing. But the problem is that, like, so she's very early on, it's, she says that she's a lesbian, right? Very early on. I don't fuck guys. Yeah, I don't fuck guys is the line she comes out with. And you're like, awesome, that means that at no point during this movie is there going to be a love interest. I am yes. totally 100% fine with that. People can just die and shoot people and be impaled and this is awesome. That's why I thought then, The very end of the movie, like, she quite obviously, they've written it so that she falls for Riddick at the at end. The very, at the very end of the movie, it's implied that Riddick prevented someone's homosexuality. Yeah! Or like, like turned someone's homosexuality. Yeah. Which is stupid. It's insane and borderline offensive. Like, it's I can't quite, quite yeah. get my head around it. And, like, all of the dialogue directed at her was just horrific. Yeah. Like, every single time they wanted to insult that woman for whatever reason, they just said, yeah, I'm going to bone you later. Like, that was yeah. it, every single line. And yeah. it's... I, it's just so uncomfortable. It's, it's like, I want, to see that, I want to see that movie with my girlfriend. And it was just... It, it, I was I, I felt embarrassed. Like it's the first time in a long time I felt embarrassed going to the cinema. Yep, it was. It's pretty bad. Terrible. The um, yeah. But the, the 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 thing that saved that movie for me was the machete through the head. That like, was an awesome scene. That bit was great. That was, a very that good was super super good. Where he balances a knife on his foot and kicks it through a guy's head. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. It was the rest com- of the movie's not good. Completely insane. <laughs> the, uh, sorry, no. There are a couple of good bits where. He kicks a knife through a guy's head, uh, he punches aliens off of a cliff in the middle of the night. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, yeah, there are a couple of good scenes in it, but they all involve Riddick. This was my point. Yeah. All of the good scenes in that movie involve Riddick, the rest are all terrible. Yes. And don't get, me, don't, don't, do not get me wrong, I am a man who absolutely adores bad movies. Yes. I love bad movies with a passion, it's one of yes. my favourite things to do. Which is why I do things like watch, watch Sharknado, and things like that. So uh, we need to come back and talk about Sharknado at some point, but yeah. yeah. Sharknado with such fantastic lines of dialogue as, my grandma was killed by sharks so I know a thing about sharks. <laughs> fantastic! Yep. I absolutely love yes, that movie. I'd totally. Like, the re- and I got really pissed off because I have a friend that I talked about really bad movies on a semi-daily basis and she told me that there was a movie on the sci-fi channel on Monday called Ghost Shark <laughs> that I didn't get to see because I don't have the sci-fi channel and can't find on the internet anywhere. So what is the plot in that? Is the it like plot, the, char- the shark the is dead? She sent me a, the plot synopsis from IMDb. The literal plot synopsis from IMDb because it's burned into my head right now is... Hellbillies go fishing, find a shark, kill it, its ghost comes back for revenge. <laughs> That's the plot synopsis to Ghost Shark. That's oh. it. And she watched this movie on Monday and sent me points of like things that were happening in the movie. The ghost can manifest in literally any point, any body of water, anywhere. 
So, like, a bucket of water, the ghost shark's in it. Or, two of the best examples she gave were a kid slip and slide. Right. The ghost shark's in the fucking kid slip and slide as the kid's sliding down it and fucking eats the child. Right. And a fire, a fire, not a fire, an electrical fault happens that turns on a sprinkler system in the back garden. Right. Which floods the garden and therefore allows Ghost Shark to come onto land. <laughs> it is possibly the best and worst thing that I've ever heard and I've not seen it yet. Right. And so it we, makes me really upset. We need to go hunt that down at some point it and see what that is. Actually, I agree that I've not seen this movie. I also, wow. I, I completely forgot this had happened, but after I'd heard that Ghost Shark existed and I told my roommate about it, and he told me about an anime to watch, mm-hmm. which you should maybe watch, You all, sorry, only watch the first about half hour of it, because right. the rest of not very good, called Gyo, Foki, uh, Gyo Tokyo Fish Attack. Right. And it's, it's essentially, essentially only watch the first half hour of it, because the first half hour of it's hilarious, because it is, what happens if all of the fish near Tokyo get robot legs and come onto land? <laughs> That sounds like a movie that we would come up with. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. And, th- and things like where the main characters rent out a house. Stop me if you've heard this one before. College children rent out a house by the river for the summer. Lo and behold, the fish get robot legs. So, <laughs> a fucking great white shark just tears through the door of the fucking cabin. That's it in the, in the first half hour of the movie. The other, like, hour of the movie is kind of, like, depressing and kind of bad. But just watch the first half hour for the hilarity that is watching, like, eels and great white sharks run through Tokyo. Are they, like, on... Are they, like, comedy robot legs? Or are no, they, they're, like... they're, like, proper mech robot legs. Like, spider-like robot legs. I need to look up a picture of this thing. Yo, Tokyo Tisha. G-Y-O. Tokyo Fish Attack. And it's, okay. just, it's just fucking fish with spider robot legs. The rest of the, they, they get actually get around in the movie to explaining why the fish have robot legs and all that sort of stuff. But the first half hour is hilarious, the rest is kind of bad. Just watch it for the first half hour and laugh and then leave. It's great. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, it's, oh god, that movie. There yeah. is a, there's, I don't know, Google is showing a UK trailer. I don't know what that means. Yeah, the trailer is okay. actually pretty good. Like, the trailer will probably give you enough information about that movie. This looks, like, I was expecting, like, a super weird uh, art style but this looks super realistic no it's just like an anime yeah and oh god this looks horrifying yeah in so many ways yeah it does like that's just a, that is just a fish with robot legs it's a shark with robot legs that's wow. it and that okay. is the movie what happened the first mo- the first half hour of the movie is just hey what happens if sharks get robot legs and go through Tokyo okay Sure. And then kind of funny stuff happens for the first half hour, and then the rest of it's all kind of bad. But yeah, that's okay. it. That's all I've done is watched, uh, wanted, watched a terrible movie, wanted to watch a really other terrible movie really, really badly, and I can't find it anywhere, uh, and then played those oh. video games. That's okay, all I've fe- done. I feel as part of our due diligence, we should also say that this is. Yeah, this also has. Graphic sex scenes going yeah, by does. going yeah, by does. Google Images. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. Just it has. Yeah. It kind of turns into hentai a little bit, 
Yeah. Oh, well. But, but, yeah. Okay, from Chris Peter. I'm saying that's not in the first half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, it gets a little bit strange and bad, but yeah. It just, it looks like, it looks like, what was that movie? There was a movie that was on, uh, like, late night sci-fi, what was it yeah. called? Called One-Eyed Monster. One-Eyed Monster. Have you ever seen this movie? It's on, I think it's Maybe. on film streaming at some point. But basically, the whole story of the movie is Ron Jeremy goes to. I'm already convinced Ron Jeremy's in it. <laughs> goes to a. Oh, uh, this thing! No, I've heard of this before. So I think. The, he goes. It, I've heard of it before. He goes to, um, or like him and a camera crew go to a couple of cabins in the mountains during winter to shoot a porno, basically. Of course, because it's Ron Jeremy. Yeah, and like 15 minutes into the movie. His dick gets possessed by, I think, aliens. They, I think it's aliens. Yeah, I can't. I, I think that's what it is, and detaches itself from him. Yeah, I remember this. And thing. then proceeds to run around these cabins after yeah. all the porn stars in it, and it's fucking terrible. But I think it knows it's terrible, and plays it for laughs. It might do. I don't know. Like I, I like I, there's there's a scene in it where the the. The final, one of the guys finally makes a break for it, gets into the car, t- turns on the engine, reaches to put it to drive and goes, like, I think the actual light is, that doesn't feel like a gear stick. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's sure. fucking terrible. But uh, I just like it because of the tagline of this movie. Do you know what the tagline of What I Monster is? What's that? If you see it coming, you're already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Which has so many meanings, but it's fantastic. I didn't know that. That makes it even better. Yep. So there's... Okay, yeah, okay, sure. Great. So yeah, I mean, that's more movies that I need to watch now. Yes, Um, you should try and find... We need to find Ghost Shark. At the same time, when we watch Ghost Shark, we're also going to watch the King of Fighters movie. So yeah, so we... So our plan for E3 that didn't quite happen was we got the King of Fighters movie and the Yakuza movie... The only reason we got the King of Fighters movie is because it's the only fighting game movie I've not seen. Which I've seen every other fighting game movie, but not that one. Which I don't think is something you should be proud of, to be honest. I'm pretty proud of it. I've because seen some bad movies. Is there not, like, how many Mortal Kombat movies are there? Are there not, like, three or four? There are two Mortal Kombat movies. Just two? Because Annihilation yes. and... Annihilation and Mortal Kombat. Oh, okay. Mortal Kombat 1 is pretty good. Annihilation's fucking awful. Good. Okay. It's terrible, terrible. And movie. then you also watched the horrendous Dead or Alive movie, right? Yes, I did watch the Dead or Alive movie, and that thing's terrible. With, with, if I'm correct, with Holly Valance from Neighbours. Well, Holly Valance is in it. Uh, what's that? Jap- what's the Japanese actress that everybody used for a while that I can't remember the name of? Uh, oh, I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I was going to say it. Aki Ross, but that's the no, character that's from the character from the Final Fantasy movie. Yeah. yeah. What is it um, called again? Uh, what's her name? But yes, that movie looked... Yeah, that movie's awful. God that awful. really, really bad. Uh, I also watched... What else have I watched? I watched all the Street Fighter movies, including now, the animated a, ones. There's a couple of them, is there not? Uh, there's three? Right. I can't actually remember how many there is. There's the one with John claude Van Damme. Yes. Uh, there's that awful Chun-Li one. Oh Which yeah, is... I forgot there was a like oh. an individual Chun Li one. That's possibly Devin Yoki is her name. There we go. Yes, got it. Devin uh, is her name. Yeah, the the Chun Li movie is so bad. Like everybody says this, but it's so bad. 
but I had to watch it just to keep my head in it. Yeah. Um, there's the animated one, which was fine. I can't actually remember all the fighting game movies that I've seen now. But there's a fair few. As yeah, there's okay. a lot of them. The so, only, yeah. and King of Fighters is the only one that I've not. Right. Well, seen. I have it. I have it sitting here. So next time, probably over Christmas, actually, we'll we'll end up watching that at one night. Um, yeah, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll so, be good. That, that and uh, we'll watch Ghost Shark too. Of course. So after that long discussion about video games. <laughs> yeah, well, video game related things. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, was there anything else, or was that you? Uh, not that I can think of, no. Uh, okay, so there was um, some news stuff, lots of little small things and a couple of big things. Um, I, I feel hey, like G- it, GTA 5 came out. That well, was big. So I was going to come to that last, because there's a couple Parker. of things about GTA 5 that we need to talk about. Sure. Um, I also want to find some news music, so there might be some news music in the background. Who knows? Um, so a couple of things, uh, small, smallest things first. Uh, PlayStation 4 is releasing on February 22nd in Japan, which yeah. surprised a lot of people, including not the, really, including people in Japan. I'm not um, that surprised. Well, they're not surprised, like, angered. Considering... Okay, specific- yeah, angered, yeah, I would understand. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I knew it was going to be late in Japan because they didn't have to worry about selling yeah, yeah, to the Japanese market. Yeah, they do not have to do a single thing in Japan. Yeah, so... Because the, the Xbox One's not even launching in Japan yet, so it's... Yeah. So, I mean, they must just be, all of their stock must just be going to the UK and US, uh, the EU and US launches. Yeah. Like, that must just be all of their stock. And then eventually, Probably. by New Year, they can start shipping February. Uh, so, sticking with Sony, the, the announcement of the PS PlayStation Vita TV was one of the big what-the-fuck stories of the week. That was weird, wasn't it? So it's a small Apple TV-sized box that lets you play PlayStation Vita and PSP games on your television via a DualShock 3. Yes. Um, uh, Yes, and also... Sorry, uh, DualShock 4. Sorry, that should be. So it's a PS4 controller. Yeah. Um, Oh, no, sorry, PS3 and PS4 controller. You can use either. Um... So, it, I assumed it was just going to be, like, a streaming thing where, like, it's got a little bit of internal storage and it hooks to your PSN account and says, you've already bought Uncharted and downloads the PSP version, the PSV version of Uncharted yeah. and lets you play that. But no, this thing has a card slot on the side I of think, it. I think that's cool. Oh, it's a great, I mean, yeah, it's... I think that, sure. uh, I won't buy a Vita, but if that thing is a decent price, I would probably buy that because there sure. are some Vita games that I kind of want to play. Sure. Because I just want to play Persona 4, because that'll be pretty good. Yep. So it comes, it's 6 centimeters by 10 centimeters, which is tiny. Tiny, tiny little thing, yeah. Um, I should also say it's only available, it's only been announced to come to Japan yeah. so far. So it, it was one has... of those things that they kind of said, like, it's coming out in Japan at this day, and we're thinking about the rest of the world, and then that yep. was it. Um, so it has, uh, oh, where are we? I had it two seconds ago. Um, we'll let users enjoy video and music ser- services on their TV, including Hulu, Music Unlimited, and Nico Nico, which is the Japanese YouTube, basically. Sure. Um, so they're kind of pos- the more they talk about it, the kind of like it looks like Sony are directly competing with Apple TV, with the added advantage you can play Vita games on your PC on your TV, which is, I mean, for a hundred dollar box, like that's not a that's bad not awful. place to yeah. be in, you know. Um, uh, PSV a game card slot, memory card slot, USB two port, HDMI out, and a one gig memory card built in. Sure. So, okay. So, so November fourteenth in Japan. 
and um, some point in the rest and of they haven't said even if it's coming to the west some people yeah. are saying it might not some people say it would but who knows at this point um it was just a little kind of weird announcement that kind of came out of nowhere um so one of the other things that i thought was quite interesting during the week um do you remember back in e3 they showed that trailer or it wasn't even a trailer it was like a tech demo almost or a imaginary rendering of um, Capcom's game which kind of looked like Dark Souls oh, um, um, which had the kind of fake HUD put on top of it to make it look like a game. What's it called Deep Down? Is so, that it's, called? so it's called Deep Down is yeah. the title they're going with and it was announced um, well not announced, it was announced before but they showed a trailer for it which says that it's basically a randomly generated Dark Souls kind of Sure, so it's a um, like Dark Souls Randomly generated maps, monsters and weapons on PS4 Sure. Okay. Uh, claustrophobic set of caves that are said to generate random. It was also revealed the game will take place in New York during the year 2094. What? So, so yeah. So that like, all sounds of, cool. Yeah. So there was. I mean, it was really weird trailer where everything looked all fantasy until the last 30 seconds when it started going into like there was like a login screen on a computer on a future looking computer and it went. I don't know what that game is. I have no idea. That sounds alright to me. There's a playable demo at TGS, so hopefully we'll sure. get more information okay. from there, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, what else have we got? The Oh yeah, there was the whole Kickstarter debacle uh, for the Ouya during the week, which I thought oh, was yeah. fucking brilliant. So, the Ouya, the terrible Android console that launched yes. a couple of months ago, Um so they had a plan, or they have a they have the marketing campaign basically, where if you were developing an indie game and you gave, I think it was six months exclusivity to Ouya, then then Ouya would double your Kickstarter. Yeah, I remember target. that. Now. Yeah. So I mean, I, is it, is it not they would double it if you made it? Oh yeah, if you made sorry, yeah. if you made it, they would double the they would double yeah. your money. So I mean, at its core, it's a reasonable thing, but then. There was a game called Elementary My Dear Homes. Okay. Which uh, two weeks ago was accused of artificially inflating its funding. Artificially inflating its funding. And what that means is they created a bunch of fake Kickstarter Ah, um, accounts, uh, donated each of the accounts, donated like a specific sum of money so that it would push them over their their accepted limit. They would get their double money from Ouya and then. Because it, it it it's a pretty gearing loophole where yeah, if you ask for fifty grand, if you can get enough of a loan to put fifty grand into it in fake Kickstarter backings, yeah, then you instantly then have a hundred grand and you can use fifty of that to pay back your loans to that you just took out. That you had, yeah. So you basically get free a free fifty grand to make free your money. Game. Yeah, yeah, which is the kind of loophole where. Maybe with an hour's worth of thought on New Year's End, you can go, hang on a second. Yeah. Um, and it was great because the Kickstarter pages, there were some screenshots of the Kickstarter pages floating about. And, um, like, some of the backers was, like, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz. And, oh, um... That's funny. <laughs> dead people and all these, like, names that of people that Oh, yeah, I remember the accounts had, like, the names of just people who were dead for years and stuff like that on it. I remember that now. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, there was a whole bunch of this. Um, yeah, it was fifty thousand dollars they managed to get get through, and then so basically, Wham's Kickstarter killed the the campaign and said, yeah. "No, this isn't on." And it's That's it's, it's a vi- fucking broken. Yeah, it's a violation of their terms and conditions anyway. So, yeah, they killed them. 
Sure. It was one of those things where you're like, it's this another, it's another story on this bizarre Uya minefield that has gone on since this thing launched. Um, yeah. Uh, Battlefield 4 PC requirements came out and they recommended... Um, yeah, I sent you this, didn't I? Well, I'd, I'd read it the same day you sent yeah. me it. But yeah, that, so the recommended specs for Battlefield 4 on top of being uh, like 6-core CPU and 8-core yeah. memory and all this kind of stuff, it recommends Windows 8 64-bit and the reason... I had to do some digging, but the reason why it recommends Windows 8 is probably because of DirectX 11.2 which yes. is something that is running on Xbox One and yep. only available on Windows 8. Yeah. So there will be some small graphical it's improvements. It's Halo 2 all over again. Yeah, so yeah. Halo 2, when that released, the PC version of that released, it was using DirectX 9? No, 10? 10, 10, I think, yeah. Which was only available on Windows Vista at that point, which nobody wanted to update to, so nobody played it. Vista's terrible. So, yeah. but I mean, this again, I mean, the minimum requirements it says here is, um, is Windows, sorry, Windows Vista is the minimum requirement. So... If you get Windows 8, then you're going to see possibly some graphical improvements, but it's not like a you-must-have-this-to-play thing. So it's not as bad, but I still thought it was quite interesting. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, the specs on that game look fucking ridiculous. I know. Um, well, yeah, it's fucking Battlefield, of course they would. Yeah. Um, so this was September 9th, which was last week. Um, Nintendo experienced a significant drop in stock shares... Um, Nintendo their, did. Yes, their biggest slump in more than two years. Well, yeah, uh, considering how shit the Wii U is selling, yeah. I'm not surprised. Um, shares of the company fell 8.4%. Um, okay. Yeah, so it was just... That's, that's not surprising, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it stocks took a dive. They're, not, they're really not, not doing well at all right now. Um, and even if they are... Even if they are technically doing well, like, financially, like, even if they're breaking even at this point... The amount of negative media going out about the Wii U selling yeah. 10,000 units in three months or whatever it was. It's 100,000, I think. 100,000, I can't remember. It was some yeah. diabolically bad number. Um, it was, yeah. Can't be doing awful. them any favours, so. I had to, like, no one I know uh, knew that, and I, I brought that figure up in conversation, and there were people who just didn't believe it. They were like, how can a new console sell that badly? Yeah, it's it, it's, just, it's purely because it's not that good a console. Yeah, and it's yeah. And so yeah. we're having arguments of like uh, people like, oh, I might buy one because Smash Brothers is coming out, and we all love Smash Brothers and all that sort of stuff. Sure. I said, if it drops to like a hundred and fifty pounds, then yes, I would buy that thing purely to play Smash Brothers. But that thing's what three hundred or something like that. Uh... How much is the Wii U these days? So it got a price drop as well. I think it's two seventy something. I can't remember. But yeah, I would buy. Yeah, I would buy that two eighty. I would buy that if it was like one hundred and fifty quid. I would buy that thing and just play Smash Brothers on it, sure. and it would be fine. I think but, Sma- Smash Brothers is the first game coming out for that. That it will be a console seller. I think probably yeah. People will buy that because mm. Smash Brothers. Someone I know will probably buy that just because of Smash Brothers. Yeah, it's but yeah. Smash Brothers is one of those games that you will just they will just pay. Yeah, yeah. people buy it. Um, there was the well, yesterday, like we said, GTA Five came out. It but did. More importantly, the well, G- right, we'll, we'll say we'll say this now. Neither of us are playing GTA Five because you don't care. I 
I, I, I've not been the biggest of GTA fans over yeah. the years. I've played you, most of them and just never really got into them. Yeah, so you don't care and I'm waiting for the PC version. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, neither of us will play that. Yeah, right now. So we can't really comment on it, but we'll comment yeah. on stuff around it in a bit. Yeah, sure. Um, so GTA Five came out on Tuesday, but more importantly... Poisoning the minds of our children <laughs> and turning them into serial killers. Yeah. Did you see there was a there was a, somebody linked today? Um, I think it was the Daily Mail... Can't quite remember. I think it was the mail. No. Ah, fuck. Whatever. One of those shitty tabloids. Yeah, tabloids. Had their their big story on the the Washington Naval Base shooting. Yeah. Which I, had, I think I saw this. Yeah. Which was like the guy who did the Washington City, uh, the Washington Naval Base shooting, played a lot of Call of Duty. And I'm like, yeah. congratulations! That narrows you down to seventy five percent of that age range male population. <laughs> yeah. I like, was gonna say that. The fuck? Do you, like, what does that even mean? The, the other, the other one I heard, I watched the video of like uh, American News, which is always fun to watch when they're talking about video games, uh, about the same thing. And a woman came out with a sentence that I stood up from my computer and walked out of the room in disbelief. Was we need to do studies to see which people are most susceptible to playing video games? Yeah. Oh yes, I did see this. And I yes. was like. What does that even mean? They were talking like, about like what's tra- susceptible to playing video games. Like everyone's susceptible to playing video games. <laughs> Anyone can yeah. play a video game. You know, people you start- don't understand how language works. Oh. It was it, it was that, and it was the same conversation where she was talking about like we should be tracking how much people are using yeah. and want to track gamers. Like fuck <sighs> off. Like no, you want to see like some average Joe who plays Call of Duty for seven hours a day every single day. You want to track him. Yeah. For no reason, like I'll tell you right now, I'm, at, at any given point, if I'm on my computer playing video games, I'm probably playing Dota. They yeah. are, I'm tracked. All like, you need, to, all you need to do is look at your Steam numbers. Like, yeah. yeah, this week I have mostly been playing Saints Row Four and Papers, Please. Like, that's it. Like, there you go. Oh, There's you're, my tracking. You're, you're tra- I'm tracked. It's fine. So if I suddenly decide I want to blow up a border control point, you know, this is the point where I learned how <laughs> to do totally it. It was totally Papers, Please's yes. fault. Exactly. I exactly. learned how to make a fake passport because of that one guy from Cobra Stan and Papers, Please. Exactly. And if and when I decide to jump over a building and launch fireballs at, at aliens, you'll know that it was all Saints Row 4's fault. <laughs> yes, when you like, suddenly it, decide it, to get superpowers from yeah, alien drugs. It, yeah. That's what brought it out in me. Yep, know. totally. Fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, yes, so inspired... In one of the best bits of, like... So... Video game marketing has a has a uh, reputation for being pretty god awful. Yeah, like there was the there was the God of War three sacrificial lamb story. Yep, there, was, there was, was the the Dante's Inferno thing that said like yeah for all the seven deadly sins and all that sort of stuff was really bad and the whole concept of booth babes is terrible and mm. yeah. So d- with Volition being who Volition are, they're fantastic ads for Saints Row 4 on the day of Grand Theft Auto 5's release. Yep. They released the Gat Fi, the Gat yep. V pack. The GT, the GATV pack. The GATV pack. Yep. Which is a Johnny Gat-centric add-on which has new clothes, hairs and weapons. Which is kind of not yep. the point. Like, it's it's new weapons and it's free today. So yep. you get a gun that shoots knives, which on its own is fucking brilliant. It's pretty funny, yeah. Um... But yet, the best part about it was the fact that um, they paid Twitter to promote that hash- the hashtag GATV. Um, so that was trending 
on the top of Twitter, right above GTA, GTA 5. 5. Oh, and it was great. fucking brilliant. <laughs> it was great. And it's great to watch the reaction of people going on, seeing the misspelled hashtag and going yeah they can't even spell their own fucking game correctly and you can just you can almost see Volition just pissing themselves laughing yeah they must have had a good day in that office oh it was great so it was was hilarious oh it was was so well done Um, I've I've, I've downloaded the DLC I haven't actually played it yet but it's just it's a gun that shoots knives congratulations yeah Uh, they're also launching something called the Wild West DLC which they haven't said what it is yet but that's coming this week or next week sure okay i'll wait until they've got the first like story dlc yeah i mean that's going to be the big first bit of big dlc um so there are bits of news that came out uh today or yesterday i think it was last night i think it was um blizzard are removing the gold and real money auction houses from diablo 3 yeah so so that idea that they had that they thought was going to be great and then everybody exploited it turns out it's not such a good idea because people exploit it. No yeah. shit, really. So there was a couple of there was a couple of big rounds of exploitation of the real money auction house, um, which kind of destroyed the economy. Because suddenly, like millions and millions of gold just get dumped into the on- online economy, and uh, nobody had anything to do with it. Nobody knew what to do with it, and the, the prices of everything dropped, and people could buy rare equipment really cheaply, and all this. Kind yeah, of stuff. There, there there are a couple of times where the 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 auction house just went crazy and people uh people people went nuts and like bought all this stuff and all that but then there was just kind of like general general things about the idea of an auction house uh an auction house that you can spend real money on kind of breaks the game of like they were talking about it in the video i watched of like the central gameplay loop of anything like that is like you play the game to kill things to get the good loot because that's what that's how the human brain works. Of like, we want to get better things and all that sort of stuff. Is that is that dopamine cycle that? Yeah, is the it's reason that why you play the hit in the brain of like, I got a good thing. Yeah, that's good because my numbers are higher and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's why Monster Hunter works as a concept. Yeah, but, sure. Um, so that was their central gameplay loop, and then they realised that yeah, people were just going to pay money and then get the good stuff, and then that was it. That was the game broken because the end game of that game is utter dire. Mm. So they just bought all the good stuff and they were like, yeah, that's fine. So you've ruined the concept of Diablo entirely through letting you spend real money on it. Sure, yeah. you make a quick buck, but you've ruined the game. So, And that game wasn't good to begin with. Yeah, it was so. definitely the, it was definitely the weakest of the, the series as far yeah. as I know from people that played it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so the auction house will be shut down on March the 18th next yep. year. Um, they said they are going to move to, quote, the new loot 2.0 system. They have no. They haven't said what that is, but okay. they said that they um, probably just adjusted drop rates or something. Maybe, but it says it, it. They mentioned that it their current system undermines Diablo's core gameplay, which is kill monsters to get loot. Yeah, exactly. What That's what they're talking about. Yeah. So they're going to get rid of it. And it's, I think the quote here from this is the Polygon article. Uh, the quote here says. As we've mentioned on different occasions, it became increasingly clear that despite the benefits of the auction house system and the fact that many players around the world use it, it ultimately undermines Diablo's core gameplay to kill monsters and get a cool loot. Yeah. Completely ignoring the fact that it exploited the shit out of multiple times. Um, yes. At which, when you have a system like that, as soon as you could, as soon as you get the saturation of the the economy, where somebody can just dump hundreds of gold, hundreds of millions of gold into it. It devalues it for everyone else. Yeah, so of course. It, yeah, 
and also the fact that um, like I was talking to somebody who was very much into Diablo 3 when it first came out well, yeah, um, everyone, everyone was into it when it first came out. No, but like, and they, then people realised it was bad. But they were pretty into Diablo One too as well. Oh, okay, um, sure. They said that the the problem with Diablo, or actually Blizzard games, they were into Blizzard games. Really, okay. the problem with that game is that there's no gold sink at any point. Yep. So that was yeah, that's a big. So the big the point. comparison that I heard made was that your your average run in something like WoW, like a a, a, a dungeon raid. Uh, raid. That's the word I was looking for will cost you X amount of gold and repair costs and yep. healing yeah. items and all that kind of stuff. So you you're always... to do the things you want. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're always spending money. You have always yep. have something to spend your money on. Apparently in Diablo you just can't do that. Like, all no, you could really you, do is... There's nothing to spend money... When you get to late game, there's nothing to spend money on other than stuff in the auction house yeah, that exactly. is better than the stuff you're wearing, which ruins the point of the yeah, game. Why, why, why would you grind? Yeah, why would I sit and do the thing that people who love Diablo 2, and I know a few of them who love Diablo 2 because of the whole uh, deepness of the system of, like, when you get sp- when you get specific items, specific builds work, so you, like, there are builds that only work with specific items, so that when you get that item, you get to do the builds you want, and it's really fun, and all that sort of stuff. So, and it ruins it when you get Diablo, because you could just go on and buy it for three quid, and then that's it. Yeah, exactly. And you've got nothing to sink your money into it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It just it just seems like it broke the the point of why you play those games. It did. It was yeah. insane. Um, so yeah, so there's a couple other things that came out. Um, I had it there two seconds ago. Uh, uh, Sega are going to acquire Atlas. Yeah, saw for that for an obscene 140 million dollars or something like that. Sure. No, I think it was. I'm going to get the exact number now, but it was a significant amount of money. 140 million. I would be okay with that if it means that Atlas games finally get released in Europe. Yeah, like, I don't know if that means that there's less chance or more chance of them coming out. I can't I really hope so, because they still haven't released Persona 4 Arena. Like, I don't care about it anymore, but I would have loved to have played it at the time. Yeah, like, it came out in the US, but didn't come out here. Yeah, still not out here to this day. Yeah. So yeah, apparently there was a a bunch of companies bidding, uh, and Sony's, uh, not Sony, Sega won. Um, Yeah. Which is fine. I want, I want Atlas to keep making games. Somebody oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. Anything that makes Atlas continue is a good thing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but what that means for their actual games, who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, the EA has a new CEO who took uh, over. Yeah. Andrew Wilson, who is famous for being the really, really up energetic guy on isn't he the guy that's really energetic about sports yeah so he was the head yeah. of EA Sports um, the kind of English I think he's English his accent definitely sounded English yeah um, guy who talked at the Xbox and the Xbox conference uh, the Xbox One announcement and at uh, the he's EA press conference at E3 yeah. like he was their guy their sports guy who talked about EA Sports Ignite and yeah. all the, those still things still not drive club guy though is he no uh, but he will have, his, he will have Drive- his moment. I'd he love will... to have seen Drive Club guy as the head of EA. I think that would be funny. Just every every single game, like he would be talking about the, the stitching on the balls of FIFA. And... Oh, I love the balls. <laughs> oh. that's, that's a very different game that you're, I know, you're imagining. He, he, but he makes it an entirely different game oh, yeah, totally. purely by being Drive Club guy. Completely. Yeah. Um, oh God. I'm, I'm just going to cut that clip out and just use it as your ringtone anytime you phone me you, you do that oh the balls yeah um 
I know you've got one too. Oh, there fuck. you go. <laughs> I did well not done, consider man. that there. Okay. Now you know how audio files work. Sure. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the other, other one was uh, MechWarrior Online has now officially launched. So Woo. that's a free to play MechWarrior game, which you can go and play. It's Unfortunately, it's not very good. So yeah, I played the beta. I mean, it was a yeah, beta, so, so I don't know. It was, was kind of meh. Yeah. wasn't really what I was looking for from MechWarrior game. Um, your big stompy mechs back. Yeah, I mean, you would think. I, I don't know how they managed to make big stompy mechs not fun, but I they don't did. Know either. Ugh. Yeah. So that was that was all the other things. So the two big stories really were GTA Five was the first yep. one. So that came out on Tuesday. Yes, it did. Um, two rave reviews. Rave reviews, but not rave enough reviews. For some people, where a nine point five is blasphemy because it's not ten. Happens every time, though. But I mean, the. I mean, we've made comments about reviewers along this line before, where the so there was two big reviews that got a lot of negative attention from internet, the internet hate machine. Yeah. One was the. Um, one was the. I mean, the, the who was it? I think it was the Polygon review. Um, got the Polygon review got comments from outside Polygon, which I thought was really really funny. Polygon review got it was a nine point five out of ten. Yep. And um, somehow it wasn't said in the review, but somehow people assumed that that point five that it lost from being the world's most perfect game was due to the fact that um, the reviewer thought that it was slightly miso- it was misogynistic. Which oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah. Which. Yeah, it's a GTA game, and appears apparently it's worse than normal. Like, yeah, it's just... I, I've heard quite a lot of people talking about the misogyny in it, so it must be kind of obvious. Yeah, so th- there's a, there was a couple of areas around this which I thought was really funny. That was one of them. Um, Arthur Geese, who's the reviews editor for Polygon, head Polygon, reviews yeah. editor. Um, I was watching his Twitter feed, which exploded because specifically for the reason that um, he Arthur reviewed uh, Killer is Dead, which came out last yeah. week. Yeah, which is for those pretty that know, misogynistic game. Yeah, yeah. so that was a, that's a Suda Fifty One game similar to Killer Seven in yeah. style. Before, um, wasn't very good as a game. Kind of like yeah. No More Heroes Cross with Killer Seven. It was kind of a bit meh. I think it got like five to sixes meh, yeah. and stuff. But that that got horrible reviews partly because one of the activities you take part in is the. I think Jigolo missions is that what they're called? I can't remember the name of them. Yeah, I think it's something but along those lines. Where it basically, effectively, it effectively devolves into you X-raying through women's clothing and giving them presents. One of which includes money. Yeah, to make them sleep with you or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. when you sleep with them, you get a bit uh, upgraded weaponry. Excellent. That's and you're just totally like, not misogynistic. No, at all. not at all. Um, so, I mean, apart from it being a so-so game. He felt. He said he felt uncomfortable playing it. And, As you would, yeah, that sounds. Pretty and it was one of, one of the one of the great because, like, being male, you sometimes have to wonder if it's misogynistic or whether it's just shit or whether it's yeah. like one of the two. And one of the great metrics that I can't remember who it was that said it. One of the great metrics is: Would you show this to your girlfriend, significant other, female friend, whatever? Like, would you feel comfortable then being in the room playing Absolutely that? Absolutely not. And he said, yeah, not at all. Like, that 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 brings out every single bit of stereotypes about video games. It's yep. just, like, it's there for prepubescent 13-year-olds to stare at tits, right? Yep. That is what that game perpetuates. So, he reviewed that game and gave it, like, a 5 or 6 or something terrible. Yeah. 
um, which provoked a whole bunch of, ah, you don't like Japanese games. And I think he said, no, I just don't like shit games. Yeah, so. I don't like bad games. That's and then, nice. being the reviews editor of Polygon, when it got a 9.5, he got... His Twitter feed over the past couple of days has been fucking brilliant. Like, Monday the reviews came out, and his Twitter feed over the past couple of days has been fantastic, because it's lots of people um, slamming him for... But there's tits in GTA Five. Why didn't that get a six? Yeah. And either you should reduce the score of GTA Five, or you should raise the score of Killer Is Dead. Yep. And not only was that hilarious for just not having any logic to it at yeah, all, having zero logic whatsoever. Um, one of the best quotes he came out with actually on his Twitter was, um, "Killer Is Dead it was misogynistic because it made you like it was." openly misogynistic it was, it was, about, it was basically a pair of games it was about staying at tits which was terrible gt5 basically ignores the presence of women which is on bad but on a scale of bad not as bad even though it's still pretty fucking terrible yeah so it's not you can't compare them really and but the best thing about it was that all of the like he, he, he screen, screenshotted a bunch of the tweets that were coming out and stuck them on twitter and it was every single one of the people that were throwing that throwing the you hate Japanese games at them. all of them had anime avatars on yes. Twitter it was brilliant like there was just this some of them were really good oh, yeah. they, were, they were great so so yeah so they get slammed and the other big review that got slammed as well was um, GameSpot's no yes GameSpot's review I think it was because the person who reviewed it for GameSpot was Caroline Petit I think is how you say her second name okay. um, who is a transgender woman okay uh, I think that's is that the term? I'm a male to female transgender yeah, okay. person. I don't, excuse me, I don't know what the terminology is, but sure, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. A male to female transgender person. Um, and she said things along the same line as the Polygon Review, where she thought it was pretty misogynistic and the treatment of women is not great. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, it's a fucking brilliant game. And she gave it a nine, right? Yeah. And then just the, again, the comment feeds for that article was just like, it was disgusting and embarrassing and hilarious in every single equal quantity at that point. It was just, it was horrible. Because none of it was actually really about the game or an analysis of the review or whether she did a good job in reviewing the game. It was all based around the fact that she was transgender and that she shouldn't be reviewing that game and for various disgusting reasons. And you're just like, these people are the people that I don't want associated with the hobby that I love. Like these people Absolutely, who Absolutely, yeah, they are they're terrible people. Yeah, they're and they people. they make the rest of us look bad. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, and I I thought it was really good that the the Polygon article was genuine talk about the review. The comments in the the review were genuinely about the review, but all the comments outside of Polygon were all about how apparently it was misogynistic and how dare it cost it 0.5 of a point. I know. I don't um, understand why they think 0.5 of a point. Like I don't one. understand why they care about review scores. Like, yeah. they, these reviews came out on Monday, right? And nobody could get their hands on that game until Tuesday. Yeah. So nobody had played it. Yeah. So the fact that it wasn't a 10, why the think, fuck do you I, I care? Don't, I don't think it was going to impact anyone that was going to buy that game. Yeah, anyway. like, all those people that were complaining about it were going to buy it regardless. And, I mean, I understand, like, I understand being aligned to a franchise and like really enjoying a franchise and yeah. like when the new SSX game came out, I was hyped for it. Like I was really, really excited for that game. 
and but there were definitely moments there were definitely parts of it that were not as good as three or stuff like that yeah and at least as somebody who fucking loves those games i could turn around and go this is not as good as three but i'm still happy with this yeah it's still enjoyable some people gave it sixes some people gave it eights some people gave it fours and i was like yeah sure like review what you want i'm buying it i'm giving them my money i'm gonna enjoy it that's fine why do you care about a game that hasn't come out yet getting half a point less than a perfect score is just beyond my understanding yeah i know i don't get why people are doing it but um, it's a mystery it's a mystery yeah but regardless the reviews have all been pretty positive so far um and to be honest from some of the footage i've seen of that game so far and watching playthroughs and quick looks and stuff i might actually go back and get go around to like if that pc version comes out yeah it looks legitimately interesting. Like the gameplay stuff that they've done actually looks kind of cool, and the changes and, that, and the the heists and stuff look like the heists look legitimately fun. Yeah, yeah, they look pretty good. So we'll get around to it at some point. Yeah. But um, so the first day sell through number, the reports are coming through literally like within the past couple of hours from recording yeah. this. Uh, Take two are saying eight hundred million dollars in its first oh, day. That's a lot of money. That is a shit ton of money. Jesus. Um, I don't know if it's a record or whatever it is, but yeah, that's a lot it's, of money. That is a crap ton of money that that's made in a single day. Which apparently, judging by the budget for that game, they probably should have that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like they, they need like... to make as much money back in that as they possibly can. Probably, but yeah, that's a lot of money to get in a day. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah. that was GTA Five. I'm sure we'll get around to playing it at some point. It just yeah, when that PC version comes out. F- I mean, they, they still haven't announced the PC version. I know it's not yeah legit. Well, but every other GTA game's on PC, so yeah, eventually it'll come around. Yeah. Um. So the other story, which was not huge at all, but I thought it was brilliant. Um. So today there was a new Nintendo Direct came out. Oh goody! I love Nintendo Direct. So do you know anything great. about this? No, I do not. Right, this is gonna Hit me blow your fucking mind. Yeah. One thing, when you leave this recording, you need yep. to go watch that Nintendo Direct, because the opening is some of the most cringeworthy Nintendo stuff you've ever seen. How? Okay, sure. Just the opening or all of it? The opening section. Okay, So, fine. the whole point of this Nintendo Direct was, it's about We Fit You. Like, that sure. was the whole 20 okay. minutes. You knew it was coming. Yeah. It's it's there. Um. So, the actual news from it was that We Fit You is coming out uh, next, I think it's November, it comes out. Sure. And it is going to be a free download for for all Wii U owners. Interesting. And the free download is essentially a one-month... So, you need to have a balance board as well. Of course, sure. If you're going to download it. There's there's one from the Wii work? Yes, totally works. So, you download the the free trial and you have a month worth of free usage of it. Completely Free... free. Completely uh, free. Exercise, yeah. Yes. Um, so you get it completely free. They are also releasing a new bit of hardware for it, which is the the official name is the Wii, Fit, Wii U Fit Meter, which is basically like a pedometer. This, this like what a, happened to the Vitality Sensor? Possibly. I don't know. Okay. But it's like a really, it's like a smarter pedometer, basically, where it's not just oh, like... It's, pedometer. Okay, it's not sure. like an up and down pedometer thing. Like it measures, it measures in all three axis... Oh, good. I can okay. tell your height and whether you're oh. running and all this kind of stuff. Sure, okay. It seems like a lid, and it's like the size of like a large. I don't know. It's like the size of a thing. It's it. Yeah, it's reasonably sized. It's okay. Like, um, That's fine. Thing and just clips your vest, uh, your your, sure. your shorts, um, or your hips. Still waiting that. to have my mind blown. 
So okay. that the Wii Fit Wii U, the Wii U Fit meter is fourteen yep. ninety nine dollars. Okay. If you buy that within the first month, you sync it with your Wii U, the downloaded version of the software, and then it's it becomes it unlocks and it's yours. Okay. So if you buy it in the first month, you basically get Wii Fit U and the Fit meter for fourteen ninety nine. Which is pretty good. Sure. Okay, that's fair enough. Sure. So that was the, the news. So got, um, when you buy that the pedometer thing, you've got Wii Fit U for life. Yes, basically. Okay. If you do it in the Fine. first month. Sure. Fair enough. Um, sorry. Maybe it's, it's not the first month. It's between November November the first until January the thirty first. Sure. So it's basically launch, Christmas launch window. Yeah. Um, after that, you can get buy a couple of bundles. You can buy the Wii Fit meter on its own. You can buy a pack of. Uh, the balance board and the game for sure. a certain amount, okay. or you can buy all three. Still of them. waiting on the mind blow. Uh, so that was that. I mean, that was the actual bit of news about yeah. that. Um, the fa- my favorite bit was um, there's a section. So you've seen the Nintendo Directs before, where normally yeah. it's um, Reggie and Iwata. The Iwata, yeah, uh, and they kind of jump between each other. So Iwata jumps to Reggie at one point um, to say, like, this is when it's coming out. This is how much it's going to be. Here's how the packages work. They make a point in saying, guys, the file side for this download is going to be pretty big. Okay. And you're like, okay, why Why are you telling me this exactly? Sure. Like they say okay. that it's it's so crammed with features that the download is pretty hefty, I think was the actual quote. You're okay, like, Nintendo why? speaking to gamers like they're children. Okay. Yeah, why? So uh, the best bit was, it's a pretty hefty download, so if you're running out of space on your four, what was the, how much memory four, did you get? Four, I think. Four gig? Yeah. For negative memory, you're for good. You might want to buy an external um, storage unit. I see. And here's the here's the website where you can go to learn more about what external storage units are. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Sure. Okay. For for a, for a company that doesn't talk about technicalities, they've talked yeah. about download file sizes and USB storage. Yeah. In a Nintendo Direct, they said, like, "Hey I'm, guys, we fucked up. You should yeah. probably go buy something else." And the combination of that and the start of the video, I'm like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" Um. So on top of that, they announced um. We what was the other one? We I don't know what that is, so I'm going to open this article to remember because I wrote a note down here and I don't quite know what it is. But um, so the other thing they announced was Wii Sports is coming back for Wii okay. U. Sure. And it's it is Wii Sports, what, like literal Wii Sports, the same game. Oh wow! Done okay. in HD. And with online play. In HD, because yes. I really needed that. Oh yeah, because you, know, fidelit- you didn't quite get the fidelity of Wii Sports and the, of that bowling ball in the first hey game. Hey guys, we, we now do HD things too. Yeah. Okay. So, they're, so they're, they added an online mode, which they requested, and um, their online thing has a feature where you can join like a sports club with your friends, and you okay. can give it a name and challenge other sports clubs. Um, at at tennis or wherever the fuck you want to play on that. Fair thing. enough. Okay. So the, the the oh shit moment came when they were talking about Wii Sports Club, where the software is free, right? For Wii Sports Club. So Wii Sports, Wii Sports Club. Okay. Well, Wii Sports Club is the name of the HD version, right? Sure. Okay. Club. Fine. Yeah. So Wii Sports Club is free. Good. Fine. It's coming with tennis and bowling. Good. For nine ninety nine each. What? <laughs> yeah. So, tennis and bowling are both separate games. You get right. a mo- you get a month free on each for the two of them when you download it. 
And then after that, to buy the game, it's $9.99 per game. $9.99 for tennis, $9.99 for bowling. You can buy either or or none. Jeez! You have to spend 20 quid to get Wii Sports. And on, there's only tennis and bowling is available and only at the start. only those two games, yeah. Oh, golf God. and... Golf and... What else was there? Golf, baseball and boxing are coming later, presumably for the same for price. For another 9 Oh, fuck. So, so basically, to get your original Wii Sports, it was it, it's like $50. $50. Jeez. Um, or... Or Nintendo 2. So that's fucking terrible. But the other yeah. thing is... So rather than buying each sport for nine ninety nine, what you can do is you can buy a twenty four hour pass for all the sports for two dollars. Okay. What? Did, in what universe would you use that? Well, how many times do you think people play Wii Sports these days? That's true. It's like I guess. at Christmas and at birthdays. I guess so that's kind of smart then. Yeah, like that was the bit where you kind of went, "Yeah, okay, they might have understood why sure. people are playing Wii U." All right, fair enough. So, that nine ninety nine thing's and fucking stupid though. That's insane. Yeah, it's a lot of money for a game that was free with the, um, with the original console. Original charging three, yeah. charging fifty quid for that game again is, yeah. is insane. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. So they talked about this thing which I didn't even know existed called We Street You, which Wii is You We Street You, okay. which is basically Google Street View for your Wii. Okay. Um, where you give a place and it instantly puts you in, it says like it says powered by Google so it is Street View um, oh, aye. Sure. and you basically can go somewhere and walk about All right. on the Wii U gamepad but what they're doing now now that you've all got balance boards because Wii Fit U is so awesome you can actually walk around you can actually walk around wow. so you can step on in place and walk wherever you want to go it's and Minority it Report kind yeah. of yeah fuck I don't fucking know <laughs> so, oh yeah. god so Why? yeah and on top of this thing the actual presentation of this direct that, that first five minutes is just mind-blowingly crazy I mean, I'll watch that that sounds uh, pretty good it's great and it's not where can, where can I watch it though I don't know there's a the Kotaku article that talks about Wii U um, Wii Fit U has it linked at the bottom it's great Okay. It's just fantastic. And it's... Hopefully you will cringe at the exact same moment where I cringed. Um, sure. All right. Yeah, it's just... It's fucking brilliant. So I thought it was really, really funny. Um, That's insane. But again... Don't even know what Nintendo are doing anymore. No. And they're, the, thing I've, the thing I've noticed about their Nintendo Directs, um, for being their premier way of talking to their fans, they don't seem that well produced. No. They seem super shittily produced. And well, considering the one that they published that was supposed to be their E3 one was mm. literally Iwata standing in an empty office for half an hour. Yeah. That like, was everyone's, awful. Everyone's going home. And yeah. it's just like, he, I'd better do this YouTube thing. Like, yeah. It's it oh, just bizarre. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. Was that. So that's, that's it. So, microtransactions and online play for Wii Sports. Yeah. Which is exactly I've what you all everyone wanted. you wrong. Yeah. So yeah, what a thing! What a thing to do! So that was yeah, that was that was the news. There's a lot the of news. bizarre stuff going on right. in there. So I think that that's everything for me. I think. Do you want to do your spiel about the site now? Yes, I should probably do the spiel about the site. It. So well, before we do that, actually, stuff that's happening. Um, 
part two of so old ass PC games part one of Siberia went up last week, so you can see yep. that on YouTube or linked from our website. Part two will be up probably start of next week, and hopefully some point next week as well. I'll put a small video up of me playing Super Hot because I think it needs to. In order to properly explain what that game is, uh, yeah, you should I think I need to show, show it. It won't be long. I just need to show what that game is. Uh, so apart from that, we're going to keep going with Central so that we can finally write this review yeah. of it. Um, I don't know how far through it are you at this point. Almost done. I think yes. I've got one more mission and then I'm done. Okay, cool. Well, we'll get that. Uh, we'll get that sorted. Um, yeah, so I think that's us. So cool. for all of the stuff we talked about and more... You can find us at GameEngineStart.com, which is our main website, which you can link, which links to everything, links to our YouTube, links to this podcast, links, links to our rating and all that kind of nonsense. Uh, the YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash GameEngineStart. We have a Facebook group, Facebook.com slash GameEngineStart, which will be updated whenever we do something new. And email address is podcast at GameEngine.Start. Uh, podcast up, at GameEngineStart.com. Yeah. Yes. So that is it. So until until next time. Till next time, whenever that yes. may be. Well, whenever that may be. Wait, no, when that will be. It'll be in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Um, is there? When is? So when hopefully, is... I'm trying to see when two weeks is. So two weeks will be the thirtieth. So no, not even the beyond then will be at that point. Not so. the thirtieth. The seventh. Two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, oh well, I guess yeah. Okay. Well, I'm saying no. Yeah, sorry, the sorry. Thing no, gets published you're right. The seventh. So, yeah. at least the Beyond demo will be out, so I'll have at least played that and we can talk about that. Sure. Because there's fine. not much else shit going on right now. So I'll, we'll have, I'll have played stuff at that point, I'm pretty sure. Yes. So, until then. Alright. Goodbye, everyone. Good, goodbye, internet. Go mm. play more video games. Because <laughs> that's what we want you to do. Of course.